So it's a very interesting thing when you start to heal and the people closest to you, the people in your bloodline start to be affected by your healing. Just like the people say, hurt people, hurt people, will heal people, heal people. Hey, I'm Coach Zen, an intuitive life coach for women who have experienced emotional trauma in their lives. Welcome to Lifers Podcast, designed to strengthen and nurture the interior parts of you that is your inner self. Here, I and my special guest provide you with love, light, and insight. We also expand your awareness so that you can live as a healthy adult from within to create sustainable, lasting change in your life. New episodes of Life First Podcast airs bi-weekly on Sundays and is available on all major podcast platforms. Get ready to nourish your inner self. Hello, tribe. Today, I am so excited because it's been a long time coming. I have the amazing, one of my absolute favorite affirmational artists, Tony Jones, is here in the building. You all know her from, you know, you know the song we love that I always play, the healing in my heels. Healing in my heels. Okay. Tony, <laughs> welcome. Please share more about yourself with all who are listening. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for sharing me with your audience. So I'm Tony Jones from the D, from Detroit, Michigan. What up, though? That's what we say here. And I am an affirmation musician, actually, a life coach turned affirmation musician. Um, last year was my full year being a actual musician. So I'm a newbie into the music space, but it feels like home. It feels like I've been here and I was born to be here my whole life. So a little bit about me is that um, my background is in psychology. I'm a neuroscience nerd. I love all things human behavior. Um, so I, I, lo- I love that I love everything about learning about your humanity and why you are the way you are and what your design is. Um, Also, I have background in fashion designing. When I first started into pursuing a career, professional career, it was in fashion. Um, I used to work in New York as a fashion stylist. Um, That was my first passion. And then it went into education because I had a career identity crisis. And then from that education led to getting my degree in psychology. After I got my degree in psychology, I launched my wellness business, Wife Your Life, where I helped women heal from workaholism and to learn about their psychology so they can actually know the practicality around healing. And then that led me to affirmation music after six years of coaching predominantly melanated women. And I wanted us to integrate healing and well-being into our high active lifestyles. And through prayer and meditation, I got the download 
affirmation music and affirmation music has as you can see has allowed so many people so many women to practice healing and wellness and well-being and mindfulness on the go they literally can push play and so a little quirky things about me i love trader joe's i changed my fashion sense every season it happens naturally if if i healed from something if i'm growing if the weather is changed, like I'll change my whole look. So I'm always cleaning out my closet, adding to my closet. I'm a fashion anista stylist. Like I just, that's how I've always expressed who I am. And so, um, but yeah, I'm a Trader Joe's fanatic. I love that, that grocery store. And yeah, that's a little bit about me. Tony, it seems like you and I can be best friends, okay? Because I love neuroscience. I actually have one of my certifications is in neurolinguistics. So what? I love, yes, learning about the human behavior. And no wonder you look so fly all the time because you were in fashion. Because I noticed that because I'm I'm a Libra. That's That's my main sign, but I have heavy Scorpio placements. What sign are you? I'm Aries. You're Aries. Okay, see, and that I'm an Aries North Node. So, so reaching my Aries, so it makes so much sense. I want to talk some about the life coaching that you did with supporting women and helping them with workaholism, because that is so necessary. Because I actually read an article that said, I believe it was like 40% of women. I know it's, it's, it's massive amounts of women that are really dealing with work burnout right now. I would love for you to just shed some light on that because there's so many women that listen to this podcast and, and they function in that. They function in being workaholics, you know, because it's all about, I got to provide, I got to provide, I got to provide and being in this survivor mode. Yeah. Workaholism. I, I like, I've spoken about it so many different ways, but one way that I've been speaking about it is that we have to understand that what we are, whether, you know, Greek philosophers, our ancient thought leaders, our new thought leaders, you know, pastors, whoever, it all comes, they, the message all comes down to this one principle, which is to know thyself, to know thyself. And workaholism comes from not knowing who you are and knowing what you are. And when you know what you are, what I mean by knowing what you are is knowing that your heart is not just a heart. Your brain is not just a brain. Your gut is not just a gut. Your DNA is not just a DNA. It is a technology. It is a physical computer or database for divine technology to happen, to get you to operate. We are connected to frequency, vibration. This is part of our being, which means that we are programmable beings. We can download technology and information from the spirit world, from the messaging that we get from the time that we are conceived in our mother's womb. We are taken in their DNA. We're taken in environmental influences and so on and so on. What is my point? My point is, is that we are programmable beings. So the time that we get here, we are early on put into a system that indoctrinates us that we are not worthy unless we are performing, producing, and working. So from 
for 18 years, we're in a system, and this is not to shame education or educators or the school system. There is a beauty, there is a light side to you know, education, especially free education. There's also a shadow side to it and indoctrinates human beings and separates them from their knowing of who they are in a divine sense. And they get this understanding and this identity that I am only worthy unless I learn this and I get these type of grades, I produce this, I score this, and so on and so on. So that type of indoctrination continues on into our adulthood. And then we have a whole supportive society that validates that type of understanding of your worth. So when we create these new ideas or we're starting to get new realizations that our worthiness is not earned, it is realized. It is realized that my me, me just being here, I'm born, I'm conceived into worth. Like, you know, I'm, my very nature is worthiness. So when you get these new ideas, you have this type of neurological contrast with the old programming that says, no, I only know, I've only experienced, I have evidence that I'm only worthy if I'm producing, performing, and working. So your only identity, the strongest identity is I'm a worker. And so when you're doing anything contradicting to that, it feels conflicting and you feel like you're not productive. You don't feel like you're valid. You don't feel like yourself, right? So what we have to understand is that when it comes to recovering and healing from workaholism, we have to learn what we are. What is the brain? What is the DNA? And nowadays, you don't have to go to school for that. You go on Pinterest and Instagram. One of my favorite places to learn about these things is the HeartMath Institute is a great organization that teaches some of these things. Maybe not divinity, but to learn about what the heart is and the math of it. And it, they provide a lot of comprehensive information for the everyday person. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza is an amazing leader when it comes to neuroscience and understanding what the brain is. So educating yourself about what you are, I think, is a great point of entry into recovering and healing from the indoctrination of workaholism to where our identities are so drowned in being a worker. And so I think that's a great point of entry into healing from workaholism. And then going from there is start practicing beingness. Don't just try and practice don't doing the don'ts. Practice beingness. Incorporate more play and pleasure and fun in your life, leisure time that where you're the primary beneficiary of it. You know, I know a lot of us like, oh, I love being with my kids. Girl, that's still work. Come on. Let's be honest. And when you think about it, everything goes through the lens of work, marriage, sex, partnership, parenthood, entrepreneurship, our dreams, treating our body right, exercise. We look at everything through the lens of work. And when we're reframing and shifting our paradigm of thought in life from work, doing to being and to living, we have to be patient with ourselves. We have to be gentle with ourselves. We have to understand there's a journey. There's a major social support to working, overworking. So now we have to go into supporting ourselves and putting ourselves in community spaces to be supportive and being in our beingness and our living. So that's my evolved thought around workaholism and women, you know, understanding that and recovering from that. 
And all I got to say to that is because I was taking uh, taking some notes right here myself. You see me looking down. I'm typing them into my into my iPad myself. But I want everyone who's listening. Let that land. Let that land for you and replay it and replay it and replay it until that does land for you. Because I love, Tony, what you said about come from being into living, be the more of yourself. In, in my spiritual practice, we believe in being the more and moving out from less to more. And that's what I see when you say that from being to living, coming from the less into the more, knowing that the design is already perfect. Yes. You just got to accept that. And that, I, that's what I'm hearing and what you're saying. It's already perfect. You just got to accept that instead of, oh, I got to earn my way, my identity, because I, too, dealt with that at a certain time in my life. Being in this, my job defines me. What I do defines me. No, it doesn't. Because there are so many identities and aspects of yourself. So many so many. And as you evolve, as you expand into the more of you, there's going to be even more identities. These identities, they, they evolve. Yeah. Right. You're not, you're not the same person today that you were five years ago. Those same identities may not be there. Ooh. Yeah. Look, I may just jump on my feet during this <laughs> session today. Okay. I just love it. Hey, it's Coach Zen here. And you know that I'm an intuitive internal development coach for all women. You know that what I do is that I help to debunk the myths, resolve the traumas, and live from truth so that you can create and reshape your life. I guide you in living from truth and not living from the false beliefs and the stories that you tell yourself. And I've been trained by the best of the absolute best. I guide you on how to channel your power, deepen your connection with self, and envision all that is possible. Release this cloud of suffering, you all. And do that by caring for the interior parts of you. Again, that's your inner self. A community is essential and so vital in living a healthy and productive life. That's why I also provide a women's circle that's made up of women with a similar spirit dedicated to living in their higher self and expanding into the more of themselves. And these women are actively creating the life and outcomes that they want. We are a global community that has a powerful virtual bond to support one another. If you are ready to create sustainable change in your life or reshape your life, visit my website that is linked in the show notes or email me at contact lifeverbs with an S at gmail.com. Your first session is F-R-E-E free. So your album, Me Versus Every Me, Tony, I must say, I listen to this album on a daily basis. All of your albums are absolutely phenomenal. All of them. 
Beautiful. But this one I listen to on a daily basis because it's me versus every me, the affirmations of self-love, mm -hmm. which really fits into what we were just talking about, yeah. knowing thyself, Yeah, how that is the ultimate number one first principle. I would love for you to share. I've heard you talk about this multiple times, but I would love for you to share here. What had you move forward or process through for this amazing album? Because in every single song, I feel it. I feel that energy mm. as to what you process through. And, and I see the beautiful journey that it was. I know there were some unpleasant times, right? And some pleasant times, but the journey, you really took us through this amazing journey. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's a lot to unpack and answer in that. All I can say is a lot of my initiations into my self-love and into my divine awareness has come through the portal of pain and choosing suffering because I didn't have the tools to cope from the pain or cope through the pain. Mm. And to give it labels, it's, it's depression, it's anxiety, it's being suicidal, it is rejection, abandonment, childhood trauma, all of the things, right? Codependency, realizing how much of a project you are and then realizing that you're not a project, you are good as an, you're enough as it is. You are in the school, your humanity, your life experience is your school. It's not your burden, you know? And so going through that led me into this sequence of entering into my pain, feeling it, and then allowing, surrendering more to God to where I started to feel my mother's pain and then surrendering to God more, and then feeling my grandmother's pain, surrendering to God more, then it led to ancestral pain, the collective racial pain of melanated people. Surrendering more, and then going into the, the pain that it plagues the human family, which is this ego consciousness of being separate from the most high. That's the pain that plagues us all that we think that we're separate from the creator, that we're separate from love, that we have to go find it, that we're separate from ourselves. We're separate from, you know, and so separation is the pain of all that is plaguing all humanity and our egos sustain that to keep us safe, sustain that identity or that, that idea that we are separate because that's the way we feel safe within ourselves. So, when I went through that process, man, I, I said this in other interviews. I don't know if there is, like the English language doesn't quite cut it to articulate the way that I have felt and understood my process. Like I cannot find the words. It's like, you have to know that path to actually feel it, you know? And so, we all have that opportunity and that's the i think that's the the path that's least traveled 
because you have to die to all of these versions of yourself that have kept you separate from yourself, from God, from, from people, from your dreams, from feeling the beauty of life. Because when you don't feel your pain, you don't allow that pain to cut you so deep to where when the joy comes in, the joy can go deep. The gratitude can go deep. But first, the pain has to be able to cut through the, the tough stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that you've attached to all the years. But that stuff has to be loosened for the seed of awareness to come in, the seed of light to come in. So when you eat a meal, when you take a walk outside, there is a feeling that this is just not a walk outside. This is not me just eating a meal. This is not me just connecting. This is life. You're able to feel that on a deep level. And so I feel that my journey into my own darkness, my own hells, and looking myself in the mirror and taking accountability for my experience and forgiving. And I'm telling y'all, there is no top to me Based on my vantage point of understanding, there is no top to this. It is a journey because I'm telling you, if you if you got the behind the scenes of my life right now, we'd be like, Tony, are you um practicing what you preach? You know, and just from the outside looking in, I'm like, y'all have no idea how bad I am practicing what I preach because I have to see my own ugliness to be mm-hmm. able to feel it. So. As I get ready for the overflow, I can feel the overflow and not be drowned by it. I can feel it. I can be grounded because I've already felt the inner overflow of all my BS, of all my darkness, you know? And it's, and I'm telling y'all, the process is still um, a journey for me. It's still fresh and I'm in a tender season right now because I'm literally being who I expected from others to myself when I do not feel my best. I'm the one consoling. I'm the one being that to myself. And it's quite interesting because when you do that, the vibration of the people who are on that vibration and can discern what you need, they show up. It's like you being to, you being that to yourself magnetizes the love from other places. And sometimes you'd be so surprised for who it comes from. But all in all, that me versus every me, the, the affirmations of self-love is my life. It is my life. And that's why you can feel when you push play, the freshness of it and why it resonates so much because it's literally authentically my being in this album. Woo! I didn't expect to cry, but this is so relevant to my my my, my season right now. Thank you for being transparent. Like I said, go ahead, let it flow because I'm flowing with you. I relate to that. And I know so many women relate to that. Like it's divine timing for this album because I just believe so many women are in this season. I just left, I have a women's circle and I just put in a message this morning talking about, I just had announced some really great news, some big news. And I was like, but in the midst of it, nobody, I'm like, there's some great things happening. 
right? Because I'm in that same, that same place that you are. You're literally, you're creating your reality, but nobody sees what you're dealing with behind the scenes, right? What's going on in your life behind the scenes. And we want to inspire each and every one of you who are listening to this session today. All things are possible. And things are being birthed in the midst of the waves that are kicking up, in the midst of things that we all, look, we're all working through our stuff. And that's the difference here. Because even though Tony is experiencing what she's experiencing in her life and I'm experiencing what I'm experiencing in my life, we're working through it. Yeah, we're working we're working through it. We're not suppressing it. We're literally sitting and having tea and having coffee with it. Does it feel good all the time? Heck no, it doesn't. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to sit with it, but you got to in order to process and work all the way through. Because what I'm tired of is all of this surface working through. Oh, I've handled that. No, you got to get all the way down. Tony, no, you got to get all the way. Get to the root of the earth, to the tips where the water comes into the roots. Like, get all the way down there. And that's a level deep. Level deep. Levels deep. And I love, too, when you, you, you basically said that due to the unprocessed generational pain, Mm. it stopped with you because you were the one that got all the way deep and processed through it and it changed the trajectory for the present and going forward. Yes. I, they say eight generations back and eight generations forward. When it stops with you, you heal both of those simultaneously. You know, eight generations back, eight generations forward. You heal them both. That energy, y'all, that that's just even more proof of that energy is everything and everything is energy. Because I literally see you, Tony, like I see you with the processing and your hands just extending and that energy of healing, just touching all those generations on both ends before and after. That's powerful. Y'all. That's Powerful. You'll start to see the fruits of your rest and your labor. Just, just watch. It'll happen because I've, I've slowly but surely I start to see different family members like and close loved ones. Like I can see, I don't even know how to articulate it, but you can see the fruits of it and how things are shifting in your bloodline. And the other thing is, you know, I I had a friend that I got really close with. It, I didn't know her long, but we bonded. And, you know, one of the things while I was creating this album, she felt the, it's like when you're doing the healing, people who are closest to you can't help but 
go through their healing too. It accelerates their process. When you understand how this vibrational frequency world works, whoever you're connected to is simultaneously going through their process. You're rebirthing something, they're going to be rebirthing. If you're dying to something, they're going to be dying to something because we have worlds of healing to do. We have layers of healing to do. If you were born in America or in any Western country, oh, you definitely have worlds of healing to do. But if you were born in this existence on earth, you have worlds of healing to do. So when you hook up to a healer, you bond with a healer or you're related to a healer, you want to be careful how close you want to be to that person because you're going to get, you're going to get washed in, into those waves of healing. And that's not a bad thing, but buckle up, buckle up. And me and, me and her are not as close anymore. We've, we've, it naturally matured out of our, free, you know, our season in, in this time of life. And maybe we'll circle back. But I saw how my own journey was affecting hers. She had to see some things about herself. I had to see my, some things about myself in those dynamics. So it's a very interesting thing when you start to heal and the people closest to you, the people in your bloodline start to be affected by your healing. Just like people say, Hurt people, hurt people. Will heal people, heal people. Woo! Yeah, let's put that out there. Heal people, heal people. Facts and the, yes, let's put that out there more. Let's perpetuate that. Yeah, Facts. you're gonna bring out the stuff that people are in denial of. People who have thought to not take accountability of. You know, people who don't want to see about themselves. We'll bring out the shadows of people just by you being a light. So it's a responsibility to even be close to me. It's a res not a responsibility to me, but a responsibility to yourself or how much you want to grow. How much do you really want to love yourself? How much do you want to be about this life of being free? Because if you mess with me, on some level, your spirit has summoned me into your life to get into places that you have not been able to get on your own. And I'm not even trying. I'm just being myself. You see what I'm saying? So that's the responsibility of a healer to understand that people who are connected to you, trust and believe, they may it may be a revolving door and you may have to work on your non-attachment skills because it can be very heartbreaking if you have attachment issues and codependency issues that I've had to continually work with because I was like, now I have to let these people go because they can no longer grow with me, whether they know it or not, you know? So it is a, it is an emotional responsibility to your nervous system to understand when you embark on healing, it's not just rosy petals and flowers and, and that, you know, salt baths and massages is in self-care. It's, it's literally calming and soothing your nervous system in self-loving ways and solitude because sometimes the people that you love the most ain't ready to even be around you, you know, because your being just brings so much light to what they really don't want to change about themselves. It's not even about changing themselves. It's about realizing who they truly are and not. That reflection, baby. And they see that mirror and they're not ready. They're not ready. And and I love how you 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 stated that because that's so necessary for people to know. 
because so many people could take that personally, right? Take it to heart like, oh, they, they're just not supporting me and this is supposed to be my family. And it can very quickly turn into a duality type of situation, but it's not. There's not opposition there. It's just what they're reflecting, what's coming out for them what they're stating to you, even though it may hurt whatever, it's because you literally are taking a mirror and they're seeing it and they're like, ooh, I don't want to look at that. I don't want to deal with that. Let's just, just go ahead, tuck that back under. What is it? Tuck it back in. And that's what it is. Tony, what is a life verb? This is my signature question. What is a life verb that you live by? Now, when I, I said to myself, when I asked Tony this question, her whole albums are filled with life verbs. That's why you're my favorite affirmation artist, because it's just filled with so many life verbs. But is there one that really comes to mind? I guess I would say that that really is the core to all of that. Yeah, love. Love is the life, my life verb. And if you listen to my music, you will feel like, and and I talk about this in third person, but you will feel like Tony Jones loves me. Who did that? Facts. She did that for me. And the way that I did it for you was by doing it for me first. And then I shared it with with everyone else. And that's the most, this the, the greatest the ultimate contribution you can give to every living being on this planet is by giving yourself your own healing, your own love medicine first. When you do that first, it's like you're healing the world. And whatever you share from that place of giving it to you first becomes medicine for others because you are the medicine. So whatever you create from that place is medicine. Facts, you are the medicine. You are the power. You are the coffee. You are the energy drink. It's all within you. It's healing in my heels. That song, I love it so much because my grandma had this strut about her. My grandma always wore heels even into her 90s. They were not as tall over the years, but she always wore heels. And she just had this strut, this strut about her, this empowered walk about her. And literally every time I listen to that song, you know, because she's a spirit god of mine now, I envision that. And it connects me with her, that healing in my heel. Oh, I just love it. I love it. What is the rooting system that anchors you? What is the source that provides anchorage in your life? I would have to say, to name off a few, it would have to be going out into nature, for sure. It's something about going to the ocean and not just enjoying the ocean, but just in intimate relationship with it, like allowing the energy of what water does for the body what water does for the soul and mind and just welcoming 
all that spiritual relationship between water and the human body, mind, and soul, because there's a relationship there between the elements and ourselves, because we are made of those elements. Going into the forest, laying on a tree, and just knowing, like, and then telling you, you guys can go down a rabbit hole learning about the relationship between trees and the human body. For trees to exist, we have to be here. Mm, For us to exist, trees have to be here. Our very breathing system depends on that. So there's something to that. I'm telling you, these elements are not just here for scenic reasons. They're here for our, it's a support system. There is a counseling uh, characteristic in nature that God designed, intelligent design for us to endure, cope, and relieve ourselves from the burdens of social programming, you know, and, and the pain that's part of the school. So I would say going out into nature is one of my top tier rooting practices. When I tell you I can just show up and that be enough. And by the time that I leave, it feels like a bath of all baths, you know? I would have to say another rooting practice is altar work, having my own sacred space, an altar of candles, of keepsakes, hot tea, sage, herbs, plants. I'm looking at it now, flowers, aroma, things that really appeal to my five senses because again, God, divinity is not a dumb intelligence. It's very smart. So our five senses have a purpose. So having an altar that appeals to my five senses helped me in my coping practice, helped me in my self-love practice, helped me to regain my focus back into my divinity and that I'm not a victim that all of this are as lessons, that I have a power in every situation, no matter how much I feel like I'm a victim, no matter how I'm tempted to say they are the reason I feel this way. This is the situation that makes me, like no matter how much of a temptation that is, when I go into my altar, I'm able to, to bring my focus back to, I am not a victim. I am a conqueror. I'm the leader. I am the captain of my life and everything serves my greatness and my highest knowing and learning, right? So art work is everything for me. Affirmations, the language of self-love. So it's like when I start speaking to myself in those times where I just feel attacked and tormented by these voices or thoughts that bring shame and guilt and just, you know what I'm talking about, you know, I just go grow right into activating that I'm loved. I am enough. You know, I am not the, I'm not the tail. I'm the head. I'm a leader of my life. I'm a divine. Like I just start going, I just start going off and talking my shit. Like that's, I'm like, I'm the perfect one. I'm the most perfect woman in the world. Like I'm the most extraordinary woman in the universe. I just go to the exact extreme of what these demons, what these dark places, what these insecurities are saying to me, because they're just the they're the negative extreme. So I just go start saying like everybody loves me. Like I just go off, okay? Because I need to, that's what I need to ground myself, to root myself in my in my sovereignty. And I also will say play and having fun. Playing and having fun keeps me in a vibration or frequency of like 
not taking everything so serious, not telling healing too serious, not taking government too serious, not taking the pandemic too serious, not taking my dreams too serious, but it playing fun loosens my attachment to over strategize, overthink my life, try and cut and paste things to protect myself from pain, struggle, worse outcomes. It's just like, I get to just be, and that is the highest frequency and vibration to magnetize the type of desired results and outcomes you want in life. So those are my top, you know, few of practices and rooting systems that keep me grounded and centered and light. I love that. I love that. I love how you highlighted that speaking forward aspect. That speaking forward aspect, because the ego, and I just talked about this today. It's not that the ego is a bad thing. It's not that we get rid of the ego. It's we mature the ego. And when the ego, because it's it's there to protect us, however, it can be overprotected. So it's us living in our healthy adult, letting the ego know, like you said, no, I am great. Yeah. Transforming that and speaking forward. I'm not going to sit in this doubt of myself or however I'm feeling at this time. No, I'm going to transform that because that's a false belief. It's not true. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times our ego matches the voices we heard as a child and the voices of society. You know, it, like I said, we are programmable beings. The ego can be reprogrammed. The ego can be parented. You see what I'm saying? Hey, y'all. Pink Lady here. I'm a podcast producer, director, coach, and host. And I want to tell you all about my production company, Pink Lady Productions. We collaborate with creatives like you who are driven to share your message by launching your podcast from A to Z and coaching you through the process. To learn more about our services, check out our website at pinkladyprod.com. That's P-I-N-K-L-A-D-Y-P-R-O-D.com. There's a movie called Soul, that I believe Pixar did. It's an incredible film. And if you want to get like a visual depiction of what goes on, actually it's soul and inside out. Those are great. There's a scene in soul towards the end where the, the being, the soul being is listening to all these voices these, this, the inner voices matching all these voices they heard their entire life. And they're fighting through that to hear that one still small voice that says, I'm enough and I am loved, you know, and Pixar does an amazing. I, I sometimes wonder who these writers are, because I swear movies are the prophets of the modern day prophets. Those two films are a great visual depiction of what is happening on the inside. And it equips you to empower yourself more in those times where you're actually experiencing what you see in those films. I love how you said movies are the modern day prophets. Like, yo, they are. That is just so profound. Like, that's so facts. Like, you awaken this spiritual eye. I'm telling you, movies don't be, they're not movies anymore. You start to see the messaging, whether it was intentional or not. 
you see it. It's like, oh my God, like these are bars. These are scriptures. These are secret codes. It doesn't matter what movie it is. Like it's, it's unbelievable. So much is, so very much is. And then I love going from blame into ownership, Oof. taking ownership, taking that responsibility, owning it in that moment, even moving beyond the coping, moving beyond the coping and going into nature instead of numbing out the heart, because the heart leads, the mind supports the heart. So instead of numbing out the heart with alcohol, with substances, with Netflix, with shopping addiction, with love addiction, with codependent, what, what have you, instead of numbing it, go, go out and connect, go out and connect. with nature. Because I truly believe nature along with us is the best medicine. It is the best medicine. Uh, there's a quote, I don't know who it's by, but they say that when humans disconnect from nature, synagogues, temples, and churches become important. Whoa. Yo, that's powerful. Isn't it powerful? Woo, that, that, don't, that knocked me off my seat. Seriously, that was not me off my seat. It was like. When I tell you, when I read that quote, I was like, it's so true because the thing that we seek from pastors the things we seek from celebrities, the things that we seek from religion, like is right there in front of our face. It's so accessible. It's free. All it asks for you to just be, just be. It's really incredible that we get so much freedom to be ourselves. The, like just the, the amount of freedom that we have been allotted. It's just, it's overwhelming actually. Very much so. Well, that's the title of this session is Just Be. Just Be. Just Be with Tony Jones. Tony, as we close, is there anything else that you feel so inspired to share? Anything else within your intuition that's coming up for you as we close? And also with that, please share the, mul the multiple ways that those who are listening can connect with you, listen to your amazing music. You all, so many of you ask me, Zen, with your energy, what fortifies you? This artist right here is one of those fortifiers because of her music. I play her music every single day. It is a ritual for me. It is a prayer for me. It is the meditative state for me. Wow. I Well, I have a request and then I have a share and then I can share how people can connect um, and stay close to the message. The request is pray for me. Just, I'm telling you, anytime you listen to the music, anytime you think about me, I, I require your prayers. I'm asking for your prayers because... The journey I'm on is, it's just something, you know, and it, 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 it gets hard for me sometimes. And I know that if you all are praying for me, I know you all are, I know a lot of people are praying for me because the way that I bounce back from stuff now is just, it's like so fast, you know? 
So I just ask that you all continue to keep me in your prayers. And I mean that, that ask from the very core of my being, because I'm in a very tender season where I'm having to care for my nervous system like I'm a newborn, like in, in many ways at a time when my career is just accelerating and who I am is getting more into the world. And it's just, it's just, it's the contrast of light and shadow and it's just intense. The second thing, as far as uh, what I want to share with you all, just follow your fun, your pleasure, your play. You know, simplify it as much as you can because all the healing work, all the spiritual work, the shadow work, the childhood healing, that is, when I say that, hey, I've done these things, I do these things, I need to do more. Sometimes I think I need to do more, revisit some stuff. But at the end of the day, like when you can't, when you feel like that is becoming a job, tap into your fun, tap into your play because it's a cheat code. Because what you're doing is you're creating the vibration instead of working for the vibration. When you're in your play, you're just creating it without any effort. But when sometimes when you're doing the healing work, it feels like you're laboring to create this vibration. That fun, play, and pleasure just immediately activates. It activates your joy. It activates your harmony. It activates your presence immediately. So I just encourage everybody, I don't care what it is, follow your fun and play and pleasure as much as, as much as possible, especially during these crazy complex times in life, okay? And then how you can um, stay close to the message. I have a few ways. I have a Facebook page, I am Tony Jones. I also have a website, IamTonyJones.com, or you can see the next city I'll be in or where I'll be performing. Also, um, my Instagram is I am Tony Jones. You can follow me on there as well. And then all my music is on all streaming platforms. I'm on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel on there as well. And I do have a mood pack on sale that complements the me versus every me, affirmations of self-love. It takes it takes the listening experience to another level because it it's actual things in this mood pack that goes into as a listening guide as you listen to this music. So there's incense, sage spray, smudging spray. There is a listening guide in there. There's actually affirmation lyric book where it has lyrics from my music in there. So you get some lyrics in there because I don't share my lyrics online like that. So I, um, I'm sharing them through, per you know how they used to do back in the day when they bought the CD, the lyrics would be in there. That's I want to give that type of feel where you, you get the physical experience of the lyrics, you know, not just go on Google and type them up or whatever. It's, it's more personal to me. And then also I have a affirmation group called Wife Your Life. And this is for women who want to get closer to the message, um, the affirmation lifestyle, where every Monday we have affirmation meditation. So basically what I do in my music, I do on Monday nights. And on Wednesday nights, we have conversation circles. You know, this, this space is not for people who like to hop into every healing program. These are people who are missing out on village in the healing self-love journey. They're missing community in that experience. And so that's uh, how I show up in the world and whatever's true or feels true to you or resonate with you, tap in. I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. Thank you. 
Thank you, Tony. Thank you so much for coming on this platform. Thank you so much for your light. Thank you so much for answering the call. Thank you so much for stepping in purpose because you are transforming and evolving the world and all that source the creator has for you. And you know it, it's so, so massive. Mm. That's exactly, and I feel this in my spirit, I feel this in my intuition. That's exactly why this moment that you're having, you may even call it a season, is happening. Because there is so much birth that is going to come from you. It's already come, but there's even more to come. That's even going to shock you. Wow. I know that too. Yeah, you do. Thank you for seeing me. You all, as we close, just be, just be. Shift from suppressing the pain to connecting with the pain. And a great way to do that, get out in nature. And if you're in a climate, you know, we're coming in spring, into summer, but even in the wintertime, you can create nature within your own home. Develop that sacred space and get activated in your play. That's it. I would love to hear from you. Visit my website, www.lifeverbs, with the S, podcast.com, to let me know how this podcast episode activated you today. Send in your life verb, the rooting system that anchors you, and any questions that you would like to be answered. Be sure to like and review this podcast wherever you listen to it. To learn more about my personal coaching services for women, to join the Women's Circle, which is a virtual, supportive, uplifting, and empowering group of women who meet monthly from all over the globe. And to receive my quarterly newsletter, visit my website, www.lifeverbs, with an S, podcast.com. Contact me on Instagram, at symbol, lifeverbs, with an S, podcast. All this information is located in the show notes. Always remember to keep your soul hydrated and your spirit fortified.